Welcome back to the Jenna Julian podcast. Uh, it feels good to just be recording and really here. We really out here. <laughs> you want to tell them what happened? It's been a rough day, guys. Daddy it's been a did rough something. day. So we are currently using. I need to shut this door. We're currently using our new interface. We had a new preamp um, that I set up for the podcast. Uh, and we've never recorded with it. It should make our, our mics sound the most professional they could ever sound. But meanwhile, you've been noodling like all week, I've getting been, a, a Thunderbolt port I've into been the PC. noodling around, oh yeah. In the software, like it's been a process it's, to get it up and running. It's been a process. And we're not even fully up and running because I'm currently running it off my MacBook, not right. the PC that we're supposed to be running it off of. Anyway, um, as you know, by the title, probably, we are having an interview on this episode of the Jen Julian Podcast um, with a girl named Madison who was at TanaCon. Um, we came up here earlier, and I thought I could be crafty and fancy and conduct the whole interview here. With, Via like, Discord. With you guys watching us. Yeah. Uh, and that wasn't the case because we did the whole thing, and then I click end recording, and it says operation could not be completed. It was like a literal nightmare. It like that's the stuff air. of nightmares. It was, yeah. I was pretty nauseous about it. But anyway, so we did the interview again. Madison was such a trooper. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, now I look at a screen or an SD card and I just cringe a little <laughs> bit. Anxiety. A little bit, yeah. But so we we wanted to talk about TanaCon. <laughs> Real quick. Oh, go ahead. Um, I just had some really yummy pizza and it was only made possible by Postmates delivering it to our house. Speaking of Postmates, guys, they're sponsoring the <laughs> Facts. podcast. Facts, though. You did. <laughs> I did. I just had a lot of pizza. I didn't pizza. know where you were going with uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, as usual, your stomach, like the rest of your life, uh, are at war, okay? And you need you need to get the food you need right now, mm -hmm. and you can't go to the store, okay? You can't pick a takeout? What's that? I don't know. We've you literally, gotta... like, postmated a lemon from the grocery store. Like, you can postmate anything. It's absolutely fantastic. Anything, okay? Like, you can get a bar of soap for your dog from I the think store, the worst or thing you can I've order ever, a whole pizza. The worst thing I've ever postmated was a fire pit from Target. You literally Postmates a fire pit. Yes, I did. Guys, um, no Postmates regrets. is the app that you download on your phone 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They deliver all of the, your favorite restaurants and stores and things like that to, to your front door very quickly. Uh, their app lets you track where your delivery person is, and uh, it's just wonderful. I mean, it, it's amazing. Right now, guys, use code GemmaJulian, okay, and you get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you sign up using Postmates. Check it out. More on that later. Also, guys, Quip, the toothbrush from the future. Uh, it's a really small, amazingly designed toothbrush that is super affordable. Okay, it starts at just $25. And it's electric. And if you go to getquip.com, that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Jenna Julian, you get your first refill pack for free because they send you refill pra packs of the bristles so they don't get broken down and then not do their job. That's what Quip's all about is an efficient, good brush Right now, click the link below uh, to get your first refill pack on us. Thank you so much, sponsors. Thank you so much, sponsors. Um, I know you guys want us to get into this podcast. We're here now. Um, so TanaCon was this past weekend. I guess you consider a weekend. It was Friday, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, same time as VidCon. Uh, I don't think we should do too much of like explaining what it is i think you got if you're watching this you know what you it probably is. know it's what it is and but, if you're completely under a rock give them the tldr yeah, i'll get i'll give you the tldr yeah. it's so vidcon is the largest youtube convention on the planet has been for many years i'm very interested we did not go 
or up for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to take some time off, honestly. Like, there's not some boiling hot tea with us in VidCon. Nope. Um, it's just a very big convention, which is pretty corporate. And, you know, it's it's a lot. It's it's a very, it drains you yeah. to go. Yeah, it's intense for sure. Um, about 20,000 people, I guess, were expected to go this year. So it was the first year that it was owned by Viacom, which I'm excited to hear feedback from maybe some of our friends that are willing to let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll get back to you guys about that because I want to see how that went. Um Tana Mojo is a creator. She just turned 20 years old today. Happy birthday, Tana. Uh, But she, last year, was in Escape the Night, which is like one of the the bigger YouTube Red shows by Joey Graceffa, and, you know, was meant to be a a featured creator. I didn't watch her whole video explaining it, so I don't know all of the details. Nor did I. But she essentially was treated like she wasn't meant to be there Mm. and got, like, escorted off. And they were like, well, there's people that want to meet me, and, you know, you can't at VidCon. Like, we saw with Logan Paul running out to the fountain, be like, just meet me out of the fountain. Like, it it causes stampedes. It causes people to get hurt. Like. It's very dangerous for a reason. So they escorted her away and just acted like she wasn't supposed to be there, which she very clearly was supposed to be there. And so she made a a video about it, talking about it. And then sort of as a a fuck you to VidCon, she decided half as a joke at first, I think, to create TanaCon, which would be she wanted it to be free for people to go and meet their favorite creators. And VidCon and playlists or other conventions you you pay money you buy a ticket and you go and it it was a misconception for years that we were getting paid to be there you're not i mean they'll they'll give you a flight in a hotel pretty much if you're traveling to orlando or if people had to travel to anaheim they'll give you accommodations but then you know you're there to to do what you have scheduled and you do have say what's in your schedule like they're not forcing people to do stuff yeah yeah um but you know, you're you're there to participate in the that large event and and community and meet people that want to meet you, and you know if you wanted to promote stuff, I guess that's in it for you. Or if you wanted to talk on a panel, mm-hmm. uh, but th- there's not really like you're they're not giving us anything to go. You know what I mean? Like this, you just go. The incentive is to meet you guys. Exactly. Yeah. So Tana was upset about that it's so expensive and you know people had bought tickets at vidcon to see her and then never did which sucks i mean we've we've done a lot of events all over the world like there are times when it's just out of your fucking control and it's really heartbreaking to get tweets from people that are like you know i waited all day and i drove all the way from wherever and i flew here and it's it's really heartbreaking because at the end of the day she created this event to sort of try and make that better for people. And she just wanted to create something that was like fun for her fans. And in that sense, I don't knock her at all. I commend her. You know, she's a, was a 19 year old girl at the time trying to create an event where she could do that safely with fans. Um, But it did not turn into that. It turned out horribly. (laughs) Um, Way too many people uh, for capacity showed up. There was there were people waiting out in the sun for f- five plus hours getting sunburned. There were no water and food stands for people. 
the security was little to barely present. Um, and we learned a lot of this from speaking with Madison. So you'll hear and just on being on Twitter and just being on Twitter, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, she said something, um, when we first talked to her where, where you guys won't hear that cause that was an interview that was lost, but she said like leading up to TanaCon, she was like slowly gaining respect for Tana, mm. uh, because she was like, this is a cool thing. Like VidCon did this to her. So she's taking a, you know, a humorous approach, but at the same time she's meeting her fans. Um, so she was like, yeah, she was gaining, you know, my respect, but then uh, as it happened and it kind of just didn't go right, uh, that kind of all went away and she kind of went back to square one, which wasn't like, she doesn't like Tana. It was just like all that respect that she was gaining was like, ah, oh, damn, you know, and it's like it didn't, it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it was all talk, which I think a lot of people are feeling like. So what are we going to do now? Are we going to play that interview? Yeah. So I think, I think now you guys can listen to Madison kind of explain from her perspective what it was like being at TanaCon. She was there for a long time. She was in line for a long time. Uh, also, if you'd like, we're going to link her inst her highlighted Instagram story. I'll just link her Instagram and then her highlighted story. Um, I thought she uploaded it to YouTube. You could just she? put the YouTube link. I could, I'll probably put yeah. both. Um, regardless, I'm going to link her story because her story is like, you know, when you have the little pieces on the top of the stories, hers are like so small because she did so <laughs> many. Um, because she basically documented every moment um, yeah. that, or every kind of piece of the of the day. Uh, but yeah, this is our interview with Madison uh, who, who went to TanaCon. At TanaCon. All right, take a listen. All right, well, thank you for being here again, Madison. I appreciate it. <laughs> we gotta say hi to your friend Ashley. We can't forget. We can't forget yeah. about Ashley. <laughs> okay. I text her. I was like, I'll be sure to shout you out. Again. <laughs> um, so we did go through uh, a bunch of this prior, but as we said, the recording was it vanished into thin air. It was just taken from us. Uh, so I want to kind of start like a little bit from the beginning again, um, about how you started with the decision to go to TanaCon and from the point of inception to kind of getting there and seeing like what was going on. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, I've loved YouTube for a while, but I haven't been able to go to any conventions until I moved to LA, but I still was, skeptical of VidCon with like some of the stuff that's been happening and I followed a lot of Tana's drama with it because I had a friend who volunteered there um, at VidCon last year and, and was like in the room <laughs> when Tana sort of got escorted out of someone's Q&A and um, when I saw that she was sort of setting up this alternative convention and um, I saw, I started seeing some of the names and, and Shane Dawson brought a lot of people. I was also interested in like seeing Emma Chamberlain and, um, some of the like, you know, smaller YouTubers as well. And honestly, I was like excited to meet Tana Mojo too. Like she's sort of a icon. Um, but yeah, so I, I bought my own ticket and I did the VIP. Um, I think I bought my ticket about a month ago. And then um, we got an email about uh, kind of how things were going to go, that there were going to be multiple lines for your last name and when check-in was, um, which sort of, you know, they said that you could start checking in at 6 a.m. Um, and then uh, people later told me they didn't start checking people in until actually like 9 a.m. So they just sort of let the, the lines stack up. Um, but when I got there, it was like 930 <laughs> and the line was already, I mean, I waited in line for five and a half hours, so it was already like five and a half. That was the amount of time that you ended up in line. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in that time, you you did order a pizza, which we talked yes. about, which is pretty <laughs> legendary. Um, yeah, I think it was like two hours in. I was like, okay, because I remember getting to a point and saying, okay, I think we're about halfway. And mm-hmm. someone said, no, I think we're about a quarter of the way. And I said, I'm postmating a pizza right now. <laughs> like, I was I was not going to stand there for another. And you you said it was a hot it was a hot day. People were getting sunburned yeah. left and right, right? You yeah, got sunburned. That, you had said the email also said there was going to be registration lines, plural, with according to your last name. So you didn't anticipate waiting in one long right. giant line. Is that right. really what it was? It was just basically one big long line? Yes. And there, so it was this huge line that if you've seen any of the videos from like the aerial view, um, where there's sort of like a cluster of people, that's where there's multiple lines. I say that in quotations because it didn't matter once you got up there you just sort of like went into a few different lines around these tables and then they just sort of like handed out the credentials but they weren't really checking tickets that well um they were also like if anyone has a meet and greet let me know and they were just like handing out like the meet and greet like wristbands and it was very unorganized yeah, and you had said that someone arrived for their meet and greet. Was named Colby or Kobe? Oh, Colby. I can't uh, remember. No, his name was. Shoot, what was it? Bradley. 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 Yes. And then he showed up, and then there were people in line that were like, "I have his meet and greet." Yeah. <laughs> and I go inside. Yeah. So they, so as the meet and greet started that day, because, you know, they have, it's a convention. So they had a bunch of events happening at once. People were like, I'm going to meet this meet or I'm going to miss this meet and greet. And so they started telling people, if you're in the line and you have this meet and greet, you can come up here. And honestly, like some of our group was like, should we just, because the other issue is that a lot of people didn't get a chance to like, um, reserve their meet and greet. So with the, with the VIP package that, people paid for uh you were supposed to get a fast pass into one meet and greet of your choosing that you had to reserve online um but it immediately got sold out because people were given the uh, like chance to reserve multiple i guess and uh yeah so a ton of people were like just going to say that someone was their meet and greet to like try to get in (laughs) faster yeah we've known this about vidcon other conventions for years is like they'll do anything and there needs to be a system to check because they'll say anything they'll do switching of wristbands like all kinds of stuff to get in like it's you know you can't blame them i'd do the same thing man you know yeah so you're saying there's no protocol for like if people were lying yeah okay yeah it was it was sort of anarchy at at, (laughs) especially when i got inside it was fully just like everyone it was chickens with their heads cut off is the best way I can put it and you uh you said that you everyone had a certain color what was the name what was the color of the um the passes that most people had yeah so um the name of the VIP pass was the featured fucking creator pass and that was the orange pass and then just to be a featured creator because that's sort of her whole joke um those were like the quote free tickets those were yellow passes um, and so we kind of all started to notice that, uh, no one had the free passes. And if they did, they either like, we, 
I saw on a blog that some girls just got them from a girl that was like handing them out. Um, when I got up to get my credentials, there were just stacks of the yellow, like, uh, labels just like on the table and they were like scrounging (laughs) for the orange ones. And you said like everyone that you talked to pretty much, you guys had all paid like inside the event. So we, we don't know how many people, if any, actually went to the event for free, which was the whole point of it. Yeah, I started um, getting very like conspiracy theory e <laughs> in the in the line, and of course, I, I kind of said this earlier, but the girls I was with were were so sweet and young, and so I was trying to not like taint them. Like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to be like cloud in their in their sunshine, but I yeah. was like, I was like, what if there were never free passes, and they were like. No, 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 no. That's not. And, and so I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. But <laughs> yeah. that was, and I heard it from other people too. It, I mean, a lot of people were sort of skeptical of if that was ever a thing. I know they gave away a few tickets. Um, so those people technically got the free badges. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know anyone that, that <clears throat> got like, that like quote bought a free ticket. Did Tana ever say or did Good Times ever confirm like how many tickets they sold? There's a lot of numbers going around. Um, I want to say that Tana once said uh, in a tweet, maybe. And I think it was before the event, like, wow, we already sold 5000 tickets or something like that, which the venue. I I never confirmed how many it could hold, but it wasn't 5,000. Right. Um, it was just that one sort of convention hall in there. Yeah. That's like, you know, the size for like a, a wedding. Right. And then a hallway and then rooms for meet and greets. Yes. That's what, um, though I didn't see any of the meet and greet rooms like inside of them. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, too small. <laughs> Yeah, obviously that I, I would say the, the biggest problem was that um, and like the communication. So along it, it sort of all ties together. But they, you know, in the email they sent out, they said, we'll still be selling tickets on site tomorrow. So maybe come, maybe you'll get in. And so, of course, a ton of people come. Right. Well, we think. But as I said, everyone, I know they're paid for a ticket. So I don't you know. I don't know what the truth is, really. but. Um, either way, a lot of people are going to show up if they're told they might have a chance. Right. Um, well, you're, you're saying, and Tana had tweeted out herself that she wanted the event free, that right. she wanted people's favorite creators just to be walking around quote exactly, and to just show up. So obviously once you're like, there's Casey Neistat, there's Shane Dawson, like right. Gabby show, like people are just going to be here. Just show up. Right people are gonna show up exactly if if anything to watch them walk in and out a lot of people were you know kind of after all the mess went down they like staked out by the door where we knew the creators came in and out of and just waited (laughs) because they knew someone would leave from there and so Um, like you're you're you gave us good context with your instagram story your highlighted instagram story of tanacon and watching that kind of gives you an idea of like start to finish, like what your general experience was. Um, and I mentioned this before, but like there was a moment in there when you, you started to, you know, 
feel like something was going wrong. Um, and it hit you and it felt like you were in the hallway. And if you could like elaborate on describing that scene, because I think that's when you were starting to get kicked out and amongst many other people to make room for other people who are waiting outside. For sure. I mean that, Oh yeah. I want you to describe that for us again. But the, there were people that I saw tweeting saying that they were getting pushed by security and and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't see any physical contact with security. Um, but I, you know, I, I, so I can't speak to that, but, um, yeah. So my, so when I got in, I'd sort of like, kind of, as I said earlier, I like finessed my way in to the door. Um, but they had already announced that it was closing down. So I did not know what to expect, but when I went inside, they told us they were like, basically herding us into the main room. Like we weren't allowed to go anywhere else. And I, uh, I think Elijah Daniel was on the stage. And so we sort of just like watched these few little filler acts that came out. Um, and including the Gabby show. And when she came out, she goes, um, well, this turned into a complete shit show, but what did you expect? It's TanaCon. (laughs) And we were like, yep. And, uh, I think, um, it started to really click when like half the lights came on in the main room and like this sweet girl who's introducing the musical acts keeps like coming out and just like, she's like, it, it reminds me of the um, Mariah Carey dancers from the new year's Eve. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not getting fired today. Like I'm going out and I'm like doing my job. <laughs> I'm doing my like, job no matter what else. Is happening. Yeah. <laughs> she like came out and she was like, Hey guys, are you guys ready for some more great music? And we were all like, what's going on? (laughs) And she just was like, here's Gabby. And then like, it was just a mess. But then they started telling us we all needed to leave. Um, an important, an important piece of information is that they went ahead and reopened Tana's merch shop while we were all being kicked out. So because they knew that there would be traffic, a foot traffic (laughs) because of the forced exits. I guess I'm not really sure it like they just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden people were buying jackets and I was like, how are you people still buying merch? But so, yeah. so the, the merch was closed and then when, <laughs> when people started to get escorted out, they opened it up. Yeah. I, it was like completely dark in the main room when I went in, like, like a middle school dance. And then they like turned on like half the lights and then the merch table was at the back of that main room and just out of nowhere, the merch people appeared as we were being told to leave, which wow. was just so, and the security even was like, are you guys selling stuff? And they're like, as long as they're buying, we're selling. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh boy. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any physical interactions with security. Um, they did come into the bathroom. So I had waited to pee like this entire time so like at this point like six hours right there was so i went into the outside and we told the story the first time we talked about that had like a medical need right <laughs> needed to go to the bathroom right walk into the hotel and yeah. her to another bathroom. right so it was it was already kind of crazy in there um but they came into the bathroom because people were trying to hide um and made everyone leave and go out the front of the hotel. And then at this point, Tana was addressing the people in the back of the hotel. So I just like completely miss any of Tana. Um, and when we got to the front, the, the, 
the only part that I personally had with the security was that they were telling people to get off the property. And I kind of turned around and said, you know, these are kids. They don't have a place to go. They can't drive. And they were like, we don't care. We want them off. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So wow. yeah, I was like, I'm about to adopt a lot of children. But, um, and I, you know, I keep saying that we talked about it, but we did talk about like uh, your thoughts on the whole thing in terms of like Tana and like where you sit with the whole thing and, and what you feel is right at this point. And, you know, I, I kind of think that's, that's interesting yeah. to hear. Yeah. Um, ultimately I, uh, yeah, I said this before, but I, I'm not trying to bash on Tana and I know you guys aren't either. And um, the whole time I was really trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, but at this point, like after the fact and this far past when the wrongdoing happens, um, there's really not been an apology and that's kind of been upsetting. Um, and we talked about sort of, you know, where to place the blame. And I think it's, it, it's either equal or like they both, I, I don't know how to say it, but like good times and Tana are both like held responsible for this. It's, it was their event. They put it on, they, you know, promised all of this stuff. And it's not even that they didn't come through a little, you know, <laughs> it's not like I got yeah, up the there. The whole thing was like, taken away. Yeah. It was like a full, a full, just, I mean, I want to call it a scam because that's what it felt like. It felt like I, it felt like I was at fire festival, which I know a lot of people have made that comparison as well but you know yeah. the just, only thing was you weren't stranded on an island but exactly I know. yeah it, it, was, it's i feel like that's not the most unfair comparison I, I just feel like the the thing observing it from the outside and like we we asked earlier and there was no you told us there was no report uh or information given out from good times even to right now which right. is like sunday afternoon right yeah even that's now. bizarre man um, they had a tweet that went out that was a, um, I think it was a statement from the CEO and it was, uh, kind of just saying like, we, it, the thing they keep saying is we never expected this many people to show up. And, um, to that, I kind of say like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that's not an excuse for what happened. And also like you should have expected this many people to show up with the way you were advertising it. Um, yeah. There were a lot of things that could have been done. Ticket cuts or different lines or, you know, like it, it was just um, disorganized and, and the communication has been uh, disappointing to say the least. Yeah. And, um, Jenna asked a good question last time. Would you consider if she ever did another event going to it? And if, if, if you would, what would the conditions be? Yeah. Um, I think it, I, it's still like, it, that's still just like a hard question to think about because at this point I'm just like still frustrated, I guess. Um, and I, I really was just hoping for her to finally come out and say, like, I'm so sorry that people who cared about me and these creators, like, went through this. But there hasn't been an apology. And I, I think if there never is one, like, right now, I'm sort of wondering, are they go ever going to address it again? They have to, I feel like. But 
you know, if it's, if it's just sort of trying to be a, oh, it happened and let's move on. I don't think I would ever go to an event that, that her name was on, I guess. Not like if she was at an event, but like, her, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but if, if she came out and she was like, you know, we really messed up, here's how we're going to fix it. And was like true to that, then obviously I would reconsider. Um, I, I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think she had bad intentions, but I just don't think they were realistic. And, um, you know, the, the funniest part is that this whole thing was her saying they were calling me a safety hazard and this whole thing gets shut down because it's a safety hazard. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about what actually went down. Like all these people, young girls out in the parking lot, you know, yeah, just getting totally sunburnt. But also, like, yeah, no food and water, no water. Yeah, I mean, what? Nowhere to buy food or water. And you said yeah. that there was a small place like up near the registration line where it looked like you could buy water, but no one would have known that standing in a parking lot for five hours. No one's piling on sunscreen because they didn't know that they were gonna wait outside for five and a half hours and um, yeah you had said before when people are like well you didn't have to stand in that line but you had already paid 65 dollars. you drove from los angeles and they kept telling you the entire time that you know it's it's going to keep moving and it's going to keep going faster so you can get in right and so and i had the easy drive is also like some people flew from i knew someone who flew from canada you know, so some people are making literally international trips for this and we're being told minute by minute, you know, so, something's going to change. Even like a security guard came by at one point and was like, the, the line's about to start moving a lot faster. And we were like, OK. And I mean, some people say it did. I didn't really notice. But yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that I thought was really important was that no one's bags were getting checked. Yes. Yes. So, like, I, did you have a backpack or anything with you or a purse? Yeah, I had a, a backpack with me. Um, I assumed that my stuff didn't get checked because I just sort of like got in at the end of it. Um, so I don't know if at any point things were being checked, but with that amount of people and with the fact that I still was able to get in there, you know, that, that right there means the security is not where it needs to be for something like this. Right. So she had like security people walking around, but there was no one, no metal detector, no security check for your bag. There, there were no metal detectors? I think there might have been a metal detector. I, uh. I want to say I remember seeing like one, but I didn't go through it because the way, basically where I was in line was like right before, if there was a metal detector, I would have been like right about to go through it. But where I was in line, when it came and got shut down, I went around the like little line keeper rope thing and went over towards the door. Um, so I didn't go in that direction. I, I think I saw a video of a metal detector. And like I said earlier, I saw a video like when they opened the doors, they were patting down people, like every single person. And I was like, well, that's going to take a while. So I don't know if they were, if that's what yeah, they that, it sounds like, like they were just bottlenecking thousands of people through one security checkpoint. Yeah. That's exactly which, what was happening. Yeah. Wow. But then even But still, then you were in the event and you had not right. gotten screened at all, right. which exactly. I imagine was probably the, the same situation for the majority of people, not just some. Right. 
But, and, like, when Tana came outside and, you know, it was, like, the last ditch, like, we should at least make sure that everyone gets a chance to see me. So me and Bella are going to go outside. You were inside the event. Wow. So you, know, you never actually really saw Tana except for when she walked in at first. Like, right. from very far away across the parking lot. Yeah. But even when everyone's standing outside and Tana's outside, you're talking about potentially thousands of people that have not been checked have could have anything in their bags with them absolutely yeah and and they went out and i'm pretty sure their talk of 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 riots happening was after they went out and it's like of course you started a riot which i don't i wouldn't even call it a riot i think they started a bit of commotion because people were excited to see tana yeah um but yeah it was it was very unsafe and then because she went outside, we were like, oh, well, she's definitely going to come back in here. So we'll just like sit here and wait for her to come back and address us. And she never, but that never happened. happened. Yeah. So there was no point where you felt like she, like when you were waiting for her to come back, there was no payoff like uh, of any sort. There wasn't like an official I mean, in-person statement from her oh, management or from anyone who was just like assuring you guys that everything was going to like get figured out. It was just like nothing. No, and I think um I think when Gabby came out was when I was sort of like, yeah, this is this is sort of over because she she was very positive and she was like, we're just going to keep going and I was supposed to sing this later, but I guess I'll sing it now and so she like sang some of her songs and then you she actually tell. Yeah. Yeah. And and she uh rapped like Hefner, I think, <laughs> which is Tana's song and like I think I saw a video of that. Yeah, she was like really trying to like keep the positive vibes and then she left and I think like right after that somebody came out and was like you guys are great but this is canceled <laughs> for today and we Brutal. were like all right um, I mean the, the hearing about the security for me is like this was a uh, a shit show you know and it didn't go right but it yeah. could have been so much worse so much worse like thinking about the the lack of security just freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. And then yeah. in the aftermath, you have not been refunded. Right. I called my bank, which I encourage everyone else to do. <laughs> um, just because I know that there's like time limits on some of these things. Um, but yeah, I, I've reached out to every possible email they've given me um, just to see what the response is. And the, the, uh, the, Email that they gave us for on the Good Times like CEO announcement hasn't responded, and other responses have been sort of like uh, automatic responses saying contact the creator or the people who put on the event um, to get a refund. And so it's a little bit like, okay, who do I talk to? <laughs> and and it's Tana's birthday today, so she's she yeah. hasn't addressed <laughs> any of this yet. I'm yeah. curious to see what, what you know how that goes when she when she addresses it. Yeah, because like you said, there was a lot of thanking people, but it's there was been, no... yeah. Thanks everyone for showing up and supporting me. It's, yeah. The amount of support has been overwhelming. But what yeah. you're looking for and what you're saying is you just want a genuine apology. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's what everyone deserves. And I yeah when she so I was watching a lot of live streams yesterday and when she had her her Twitter um statement finally she had just come out to address the people who some of them had been waiting there since 2 a.m. So mind you there's people who showed up yesterday not knowing it was canceled. Um 
and not knowing. Well, I mean, aside from being on Twitter, how are you supposed to figure that out, right? Like, there's no. We weren't getting any correspondence. Another thing is most of the VIPs or all of the VIPs paid for. um, It said that you would get texts throughout the convention. And we got, I think, one. And then the other two we got were like after the fact and we're all messy. And like one of them was like panel happening now. And it was at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I <laughs> we saw like, that. And it said the, the bad bitch panel is happening yeah. on the main stage now. Which happens that morning. So something was messed up with that. Um, but these these girls were uh, were filming when she came out. You know, she came out to say thank you and um make her little public statement and then she immediately went out to her birthday party and then tweeted out her little manifesto and um that's sort of been it right now um and uh, so many people have been like talking about how shane has done so much more than he should (laughs) like as far as speaking out for this um and i agree but he it feels like he's the only person who's truly well, it's, it's clear that he cares. Yeah. It's yeah. like he, he clearly wanted to be a part of Tana's convention because he either, you know, likes Tana and or wanted to do something nice to, you know, collaborate. And the, all of this kind of fell apart. And he is not only taking responsibility for like, you know, playing a part in this, that, in this thing that really kind of screwed a lot of people over, but he, you can tell he's just like, guys, I don't know what to do. Like what, you know, yeah. what can I, and I'm sure he'll figure something out cause he always does. But yeah, that, what is, what a spot to be in. Yeah. He is an angel. <laughs> can confirm. <laughs> yeah. But so there's also a lot of creators that were told we're going to be there, but then they scheduled them for panels and meet and greets that directly conflicted with their VidCon times. Yeah. And then you were seeing people tweet out like, I can't go to that. I'm going to be at VidCon. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I remember seeing, um, well, and I remember seeing, I think it was Gen X Pen or someone like tweeted, um, I'm supposed to have a panel or maybe it was Ricky Dillon uh, said like, I'm supposed to have a panel at three. Is that still happening? <laughs> yeah. I saw that tweet. I mean, that, that's like the epitome of how this went. It's like, yeah. people, people didn't know what was going on. And then Ricky's like, what's going on? And yeah. he's supposed to be like, a top creator, like someone who's like done this shit for years. It's like, uh, do I show up or not? Also, I don't think it would have been as funny if it was anyone but Ricky tweeting. Yeah. That. <laughs> He's just like, what's going on? Well, I guess, uh, well, thank you so much again for talking to us, um, and giving us the time of day. Uh, and I, I, I don't know. I genuinely hope that they deal with it. I hope that, um, good times is able to, you know, initiate refunds for people and, yeah, you know, uh, pick up the pieces, I guess. Yeah. Something I also just wanted to say, I meant to say it at the beginning. Um, I also realized that there are like way bigger problems in the world going on. Um, <laughs> but this is just sort of an entertaining catastrophe that happened this weekend. But I've been getting a little bit of, um, you know, people are dying, Madison. And I'm like, yes, I know. And yeah. This- not this is not the worst thing to happen well exactly but it also like they may not have been there and like you know not to say that it was horrible or whatever but yeah it was an unpleasant day and yeah um like you said you felt like you got a little bit scammed and it's like just talking about something um because it happened uh, doesn't mean that there are other things not happening 
Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, we're I podcasting agree. about it, so you know, it made news. But yeah, thanks again. And <laughs> I hope uh, I hope you you get you get the apology and and you're able to uh, amongst the rest of the people who were paying for VIP get refunded. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. And yeah. And I hope your sunburn gets better. <laughs> yeah. Put some lotion on it. I have been. I have been. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, take care. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Well, thank you again to Madison for joining us. That was super nice of her to take the time. Um, and man, while you guys were listening to that interview, I had a no, nice bite of pizza that was all, also part of the pizza earlier that was postmated to me. <laughs> um, so guys, you should also do the, do what I just did. You should maybe not interview someone, but like have some pizza and make Postmates bring it to you because they're great like that. Um, guys, Postmates is the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. So if you have a restaurant nearby your house and you're like, damn, I love that restaurant, but I am in my PJs today and I'm not fucking changing. Postmates gotcha, okay? Oh, you mean like Taco Bell? Like they Taco don't Bell. deliver, but they do now, Beach. Yes, they do, Beach. <laughs> yeah, we order. We, I mean, it's like when it first came out, Postmates was fucking game changing because you're like, oh, I, I love these restaurants that I never go to mm -hmm. because I don't go out of my house. Mm -hmm. Postmates doesn't judge. They just bring you food. Uh, you just download the app and order, guys, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Uh, you forget your eggs and milk, almond milk, and vegan eggs at the grocery store. Uh you can just Postmate a couple items from the local market. Like it doesn't have to be a takeout order. It can be any number of things. Uh, and right now, guys, we're giving you $100 of free delivery credit when you go to or when you use the code Jenna Julian when you uh, sign up for Postmates right now um, for your first seven days of Postmates deliveries. Guys, you will not regret it. it is, when I see people using other food delivery services, I cringe because I know Postmates is so much better. Um, check it out and uh, tweet us pictures of your food, maybe. If you You're want. just hungry. Yeah. Well, I, I was hungry, but then Postmates came into my life. Also, guys, when you're done eating your food from Postmates, get in that bathroom and brush those teeth with Quip electronic toothbrush. <laughs> get it packs, in that bathroom. Get in that bathroom. It packs just <laughs> the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the bulkier traditional electric toothbrush prices. Okay. They're thinking about efficiency and price and making brushing your teeth smart, easy, and affordable for you. Okay. It's not even. Um, it's dude, it's, it's so sleek looking this quip thing. It's like, it looks like it's from outer space. Uh, it even has guided or guiding pulses that alert you when to switch sides. So if you're, um, up early and you're not really quite firing on all cylinders yet, <laughs> your toothbrush can help you be a better person and br brush both sides of your teeth better because Hey, we're good at other things, but we're not robots. We don't wow. have timers built in us. Wow. Julian. The end. Uh, no, it's not the end. Go to getquip. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Jenna Julian. And you can get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. And they just start at $25. Check it out. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, Julian. So I know that a lot of you guys, like on Twitter, when I said we were going to talk about it on the podcast, I got a lot of responses that were like, Oh my God, T, like drag her and stuff like that. And look, we, I'm not here to bash Tana in any kind of way. Like, it's not cool, in my opinion, as YouTube creators ever like bash someone whose intentions clearly were just like, I want to do something fun for my fans. Like, that's where this is coming from. Do I think that she should be held responsible for her fair part? Yes. 
And I do think what Madison said, because Madison's what, 23 years old, like, you know, this is some of Tana's core fan base. And mm -hmm. like when when Madison said, you know what, it would just, it would mean a lot, I think, if we just got a genuine apology. And I think that that goes a long way with people. You know? I do too, I do too. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna drag her and I'm not gonna bash her, and, but I think that we should talk realistically about what happened and how to prevent this kind of thing in the future, because it shouldn't happen, in my opinion. I agree, I agree. And I think the culture of tea, um, while it's funny and, and enjoyable at I know most moments, of you guys are joking anyway. Yeah, I Although think... I do know that some of you guys are genuinely mad that I read in responses. We're mad at their experience and are angry. And I think that you're entitled to that. Of course. Um, and keep in mind, what's that noise? It's marble growling. <laughs> Uh, keep I think in mind, he's crawling at the light. Like he doesn't know what it is. He just realized it's in here. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, this is our perspective. This is two people who did not go to TanaCon. Mm -hmm. This is two people who have who, never put on a similar event. Who have well, ne that is such a huge task, right? Like, and again, I appreciate where she was coming from with this. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that she was taking this negative experience with VidCon and turning it into something positive mm -hmm. uh, by meeting her fans, but doing it her way. I, I love that. And I get why people were like super hyped about the idea. Right. Um, in reality, having been to countless of these events together uh, over the years, it putting one of these things together just kind of makes my head hurt just that sentence. Uh, there are so many different factors that I'm sure that they did their best to cover, but there's too many to uh, for for any number of people to successfully put on these events. That's why there's only like two or three, right? right? That's why and there's playlists been VidCon. Doing it for they've been doing long. it's a they've perfected something. Well, not perfected, but they've gotten so good at something to where most people like it, just that learning curve. It's like you can't right. just do it. Well, people do have done smaller personal ones where it's like. I'm meeting 60 people in a banquet hall. Yeah, like, well, meet, meetups, basically. Right. But, but, but my no thing one, is like... The convention style with like the, the stage and the walking around that, and the... That's where, I, that's where I have my first issue with this, is like at, at some point, I would guess that Tana, you know, her sticking it to the man by doing it right across the street from VidCon the same weekend as VidCon, because that's, that's calculated, right? Like that's, oh, yeah. So her doing that, uh, in setting up this event was the first mistake. And she was so way in over her head with that. Like she could have done TanaCon in a smaller, more bite-sized fashion and had the same message to it, but not too big to control like it was. Right. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, I would estimate that that falls on her management. It's not her yeah. job to know, a 19, now well, 20 year old girl, to know yes. the ins and outs of what goes into a convention yes. and what decisions to make. I, the way that I want to start talking about it is this I, Tana has this idea. What if I have an alternate VidCon and I can meet people? Yep. So she tell. I think she works with Jordan, right? Her manager or whatever. And she probably said to Jordan, this is speculation. I'm just making no, this. No, yeah, up. again, we weren't there. But we're... it was probably something along the lines of like, oh my God, what if we actually did something? So she probably put Jordan or someone in her team on finding a, a company that puts on events and they found good times. Mm -hmm. And Tana had said, my first red flag when I saw the tweets about TanaCon being a real thing was when Tana had promised that create all of your favorite creators were just gonna be walking around. And I all of a sudden, I like 
I, I, it gives me anxiety because that is a pipe dream. That is the, the, what everyone wishes, right? Both us as creators and people that are coming that want to meet you. Like we would love to just like have a room where everyone could just hang out. That is never going to happen. It's impossible. Never going to happen. It's it. I can imagine Shane Dawson who rarely does anything like VidCon. He did some meet and greets on his book tour, but like he had, that's a huge draw. Once Shane says he's going, this is a lot of people's one and only opportunity to maybe meet Shane. And Tana has now promised that him and Ryland and, and their whole group of friends is just going to be walking around. Sign me the fuck up. It costs $65. I'm down. You know what I mean? Like that to me was the emptiest, biggest, misstep which caused a lot of the like it's such it's going to be so cool they're just going to be walking around yeah it whereas was it VidCon, was like a real life version of clickbait right it's whereas vidcon is very organized is very corporate and is like you you get into a lottery to get a meet and greet and you might never get to meet the person that you want to meet yeah but and that's the, just how it is yeah and the original thing that drove tana away from vidcon was her not being a featured creator, which is there for a reason. And like, I'm not gonna agree or disagree with their decision to not make her a featured creator that year. I don't know what the hell went yeah, down. Yeah, they fucked up. I don't, but I don't know, but I, all, my point is, they, they like, I went so many years to VidCon before I was a featured creator. Only I only went as one year as a featured creator. It's like, yeah, it sucks as you, if you're a creator and you're not featured and you don't have like the access to go where all the other creators go. Yeah, that, that sucks. But that system is literally an, a, just one of many examples of why that event succeeds and TanaCon didn't. It's because there's order and there's separation and there are rules. So it's it's almost like promising an event with no rules. Yeah, it sounds great and it's hip on paper, but like when it happens, yeah. it's gonna hit the fan. Well, I mean, that, that was my first red flag of like, this is really problematic. And I think something problematic can happen because you can't, it, you, you would just love to believe that Shane Dawson's hanging out and eating a cotton candy and you could just go walk up to him, but you and 15,000 other people all at the same moment. Like it's not safe for him and it's not safe for other people. Um, the other thing that I think happened was it, like, imagine, imagine this, imagine me saying to Rome, Rome, I want to have <clears throat> my own event, not at VidCon, outside yeah. of VidCon. Yeah. And I just want it to be for free and i want anybody to just be able to walk around and walk in and just like hang out mm -hmm. with me and then you know you or any of our friends that want to come she would say go fuck yourself absolutely go fucking fuck yourself yes do you know what go my fuck fucking day would look like if we made that fuck off jenna There's try no again <laughs> There's no fucking way Rome would ever be like, hell yeah, dude. Like, fuck no. The people that work around Tana, I imagine, were ripping their hair out of just like, this is so stressful. Like, this is so terrifying. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, Rome would kill me if I asked her to do that. And this this uh, falling on her management, uh, um, in addition to good times is where most of the blame right i lies. think that the the what she tweeted out about people just walking around was irresponsible and i think that that's partly tana's fault but she's also a 19 a young girl you're i'm not gonna coddle her like she's an adult but and she's also i think been to enough events where she knows that this is a pipe dream you cannot promise that people are just going to be walking around and that it's free and just just quote show up and then when fifteen thousand people who are across the street at vidcon are promised 
promise to like, if I just show up, I'm going to be just be standing next to Shane Dawson. Like you better believe they're going to come over there because you've promised them something that's just not correct and, and never going to happen. But I do, I just think like the idea of it, that responsibility falls on someone around her who she chose to help plan this like good times or her management or whoever she worked with in conjunction to make this event happen. Someone should have been like, I know you want to do that, but it's just not going to happen. So your tickets can be free, but we need to know how many people are coming. You know what I mean? We can't tell people to just show up. That's irresponsible. We can't just like have this big long line of people waiting outside or that we need to have a system of knowing when people are going to come, telling them what time to come and how many people we plan on having. And can our venue fit that many people? Because I I feel like there's a, a lot of what Madison said or like what other people are saying that they feel like they got scammed is that they sold too many tickets and they didn't see anyone that really got in for free. And a lot of the people that just showed up were, that's what they were told. So to then be like, we had no idea that many people were going to show up. It's like, well, then you need to have a system where people, you know, who's coming and who's not coming. You have a way to be in contact with them. If you're going to the next day, wake up and change venues. It's just not safe. And I know there's a lot of people that are actually very angry as, and the, the, as they have the right to be. The, the thing that makes me, <clears throat> I think, frustrated and angry is I'm very glad that nothing happened, both for Tana and the, the people that were there. But that that was a really big opportunity for something absolutely terrible to happen. Yeah. And that in and of itself is really not okay. And it's not the type of thing that anyone should be in that position. Like Tana shouldn't be in that position. Those people, those those young girls should not have ever been in that position. And I, that upsets me. And it, it's it's a it, it's on Tana and it's on her her management and her people and on good times because yeah. there there was just a lot of missed opportunities for them to just organize it a little better by someone just posing the question of like, hey, what what's what's the protocol for if we tell people to just show up and we can't get everybody in the building? So many conversations didn't happen that, that were supposed to happen. Listen, when a kid gets in behind the driver's seat of a car and crashes it, you can't get mad at the kid. You get mad at the adult who got in the passenger seat and said, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good one. Um, I also don't like that she took the opportunity when so many people showed up. She took that as an opportunity to thank her fans for support. I felt like that was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. It was the wrong time to say, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed by the love and support from you guys. Uh, That may be true. And we know you are. But right now, like uh, this is a problem. It's like, you know, she's not calling it as it is. Um, Upon talking to Madison and hearing her account, which I can only estimate is very similar to thousands and thousands of other girls' experience at TanaCon, is troubling when I heard about the security. It freaks me out in this day and age, in this fucking climate when shit goes down at conventions now, that every convention is now stepping up the security. Every convention is spending thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars on security measures to make sure everything is as secure as possible. And Tana throws an event where they are literally bottlenecking 20, 15,000 people, 20,000 people into one security checkpoint, which definitely means that 90% of the people are not being screened. Right. That bothers me. Yeah. That's the part where I have the biggest bone to pick because if I had a kid 
who went to TanaCon, I would literally never forgive myself if something happened because I didn't do my research and I'm sure so many parents are having their kids come home right now, maybe on a flight, maybe in a car, and they're like, wow, this is crazy that it happened. And I feel like a lot of parents are probably having a wake up call. Hey, maybe next time I should do a little fucking research here yeah. and make sure that this event that my kid uh, is buying hell bent on buying tickets and going and driving to, flying to, whatever, it, it has some sort of semblance of structure and safety. Cause that is just, there's inexcusable to have bad security like that, especially with that volume of people. Like I get, like I get, you wanna be Logan Paul and you wanna run into a crowd of people, that's your funeral, okay? Yes, you're putting a lot of people in danger and fuck you for doing that, but you're not organizing an event and and not enforcing serious security. And I don't really care what Good Times excuse is for that. There really is no excuse, mm. right? Um, because we, to we talked to someone who was there and we got the truth of someone who went to the event and literally got in without With being backpack, checked. Wasn't had a backpack, could have had whatever in it, and had many other people do exactly what she did. That's it. There's no, there's literally no excuse for that. That's, I mean, that's where. Yeah. And I mean, I, I am a little bothered in that I, I feel like one lesson I learned very young, pretty fast was like rule number one of life is like, don't fuck with people's money. Don't fuck with people's money. If you're gonna charge someone money for something, there needs to be a fair exchange of goods or services or something, or else you cannot charge them. And the the situation that Madison described about not being getting, she's not getting refunded and there's not really a clear way for that to happen, yeah. that should be set in place always for an event, for any sale. Okay, what happens if someone's like not satisfied with what they paid for? What's the protocol for them to get refunded? And the fact that there is none right now is very, it's upsetting because- I imagine there's a lot of people where that $65 was a lot to come by and that they saved up for, let alone, you know, travel costs and things like that. So there there needs to be a protocol for those people getting refunded, if not everyone, because I don't think anyone really got what they paid for or what they were told. And I think the, the comparisons to Fire Festival are interesting because that guy is, is he currently going to trial for wire fraud and shit like that? I think so, yeah. But I mean, this is what this is a very serious thing when you charge people for money and for, you know, you're promising them something for $65 and you don't give them that. And I think that that needs to be rectified immediately as soon as possible because it's it's just not OK. I agree. And I agree. I think that a general rule in life, don't fuck with people's money. Don't fuck with people's money. Like you can't pay people late. You can't fucking ask for money, borrow it, not pay it back. Don't fuck with people's money, man. Don't do it. You're asking for a world of hurt. But I think that it's, it, it's frustrating that, you know, for someone that was like, I really want to make this free event. It is sad and frustrating to hear that most of them paid $65. Most of them. Yeah. I mean, we don't know that to be true, but from. Also, take Madison's advice. If you had gone to TanaCon and spent money, call your bank. Yeah, that seems good. Report it and just get your money back. Like, it's do your smart. best. Um, <sighs> I think as a general rule of thumb, Julian and I, uh, because I have been to a bunch of events that were not very fun, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they're all over the world. Like, sometimes you have no control. And it, it, at this point, like, we know... 
people at VidCon and people at Playlist, or if you're going, you, you have a better understanding of what to expect. But yeah. we get invited to a lot of things that we've never been to before, and we don't we don't know what's going to happen. And, and it creates a really stressful environment for Rome at times, because, you know, while I'm out there just physically meeting people and saying hello, she's around the corner being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, our general rule of thumb is we don't go to events where it's the first of its kind ever. Like, just in general, uh, I, neither one of us were invited to TanaCon. I'm sure if we had expressed to Tana that we really wanted to go, I can't imagine that she would be like, fuck you guys. Like, she's a nice girl. We I, I have nothing against her. But I, it's just not something I would ever do. Just from experience, we wouldn't go to a, an event of the first year. Well, and, I, and that emphasis on the from experience. Right. Because we've been to shit show first and year it, events. It does and help. It, and I think as in the future, because I do, I just want to talk about how to make this better in the future. Yeah, no, I think that's, the, I think that's the only, po that's the only positive discussion to have right now. Yeah. Right. Like pay, you know, refund people, make it right. And moving forward, how can we, how can we have this discussion about making, making this a, a possibility right. to be something as good a, and positive? As an attendee of something, I can't imagine for the people that are super hardcore Tana fans for me to be like, if it's the first of its a first event of that kind, like maybe sit that year out and try to go next year. For a lot of those people are like, no, I'd go to anything she put on. Hmm. That's fine. But I'm talking about in general with conventions or things like that. If it's the first one and you can help it to not go to the first one, to, to like suss out how it went and, you know, maybe go to the next year if it played out okay. That's a general rule that we try to follow that usually pans out pretty well for us. Right. Yes, it's a good rule to have. If it's an established convention, you have a far more high chance of getting what you paid for, or having the experience that you had hoped for, or just something that seems a little more fair or planned or organized, which is always the best. Like I, I just, if I'm gonna travel there and go to it anyways, I'd like to also not be stressed out of my mind, please and thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to. I just want to give a shout out to Shane because I feel like he handled this whole thing really well. And it's like, I, I would dread being in his position. I'd absolutely dread agreeing to TanaCon, having it blow up in your face and then feeling like it's somehow your fault, mm -hmm. you know, and getting mean tweets because I know people are mean and it well, sucks. I don't think people are mean. I think he's getting a lot of tweets that are like, I drove all the way from Oklahoma to meet you and, and I'm really sad because I didn't get to. No, of course. There's those tweets. But then I'm saying there's also mean tweets because I've seen some that are like attacking him and whatever. Yeah. But I just think he's handled it well. And you know what? If I had faith in anyone on the internet to make this right for their fans the way he would do it, it's Shane. It's mm -hmm. like he has he is the way to do this. And I, I'm confident he's going to make it right with people. I don't know. I just, I just really... I empathize and I would hate, hate, hate to have been in that spot because yeah. it's not fair to it you. Sucks. It's not fair. It, at the end of the day, it's like not Shane's fault at all, but it's also like he's now in, he's now in this, he's going right. to deal with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Tana does one in the future, I think she hopefully has learned the lesson. Like I hope to never see something that says your all of your favorite creators will just be walking around. I hope that I never see that again in any context because it's not safe. It's not safe and it's also not safe to promote that as a reality ever. And I hope that if she does want to do a truly free event, that they just make it so people can register a lottery online for free. It costs zero dollars. There's nothing wrong with that at all for having people pay zero dollars, but you do need to know who and how many people are coming to your event. 
Like you, you need to be in context or like contact with them uh, before and after your event because the the lack of communication I think was really frustrating for people. And if you are going to charge money, there needs to be a way that you make sure those people are getting what they paid for because it's just, ah, man, yeah. it really sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's shitty. But I, again, uh, I think in the next couple of days, it's going to be interesting to see how things are handled. Yeah. I mean, I, I commend her for trying and I think her heart was in the right place and in a good place. But like Madison said, I think an apology would go a long way. And I am a little upset at the the security risk that she created, but it wasn't her personally. It was a, a combination of her, her team and good times and good times really like Tana's a 19, 20 year old girl. It's like, I want to make this event good, good times. You apparently do this for a living and it's just unacceptable. Yeah, there's no excuse for good times. So, I mean, maybe she looks into working with someone else, but also, um, you know, having a controlled amount of people at an event is usually a little better than telling people to just show up and then acting surprised when 15,000 people show up. Yep. Um, I think the, the concept of having a smaller alternative VidCon is also interesting. It is interesting because I, you know, I've thought about that. It's, it's an interesting thought, especially the way, like if, if you're able to take away parts of VidCon that you don't like and make that your, your event, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Just do it the right way and do your homework and make sure you're, you know, you're having good people set it up. And make sure that there's food and water. Just make sure people, just, here's, here's a good rule. Do you want to go to that event? If the answer is yes, you did it right. If the answer is no, you did it wrong. Right? No one wants to go wait in a parking lot for five hours and get sunburned without water. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that falls on good times. I do too. And I, I would be interested. And I, I'm a, I agree with you. In the, um, this is not a bashing Tana party. I have no interest in bashing Tana. I think she's nice. And I think her intentions were in the right place. Mm. So I just wanted to make that clear. Like I'm not. I'd be interested to know how many tickets they sold versus how many people that venue holds. I doubt they'll ever release it. Because it's irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's this, that kind of thing is like they hired good times to do the services that they said that they were going to do and to handle it. And they didn't, because if you wanted to plan a convention, you contact an a, event company and they gave you that I would be livid at them. I would even, I would even think that there's grounds for a lawsuit there. You never know. I mean, if you're an event company, there's got to be certain guarantees or promises that come with hiring you to make an event. And if none of those were. Yeah, I think it was a perfect storm of good times, clearly not executing what they said they were going to execute, along with Tana irresponsibly saying it's free, come by, and Everyone everyone that, everyone's just going to be walking yeah. around. It was a, a combination of a lot of things that made it. Yeah. And unfortunately, some people traveled a really long way, which we feel for you. But I mean, at the same time, like, I understand that. Like, if you told me for zero or $65, I could Free just or hang out with Shane Dawson. Yeah. yeah, I'll hop in my car. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, and I guess I, I guess I, um, my point where would you want to go to that event that, that might be nullified with 
<laughs> with that right there. Because if like, if you promise something that isn't delivered, then you can't really blame the people who came because they were promised something, mm-hmm. you know, on paper, the event looked great, <laughs> sort of. Well, it's like selling someone a book for $65 and half the pages are just blank. Like if you're charging money for something, you need to give them what they paid for. Yeah. And the, the gift bags she had said had like a sticker, a condom, uh, rubber wrist, wristband, just like not a $65 goodie bag. Yeah. Well, I will say that I was surprised when I saw Madison's story and other people's videos from the event that they had fo- like clearly focused so much on making it like a convention when I think they could have just made it a large meet and greet, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. focus more on because that's really like in my experience at the the conventions, like, I mean, the huge ones where they're like, yeah, I just like to walk around like that part's very fun. But like people's favorite parts of going to the conventions is when they actually get a chance to meet someone who they've traveled to see. And if they maybe focus their energy a little less on the lighting and the main stage and the shit going on, if you, if you just had like breakaway rooms where people can safely meet people, you know? Yeah. Also, I think a mic stand would have been in order because that kid was having to hold the (laughs) mic for his friend. I'm just, uh, I think, I'm overall, I I was hopeful that it would go really well. And I was hopeful that it would be a cool thing. And I think everybody hoped that, you know, Um, it's sad. And it's sort of disappointing that it turned into a little bit of a nightmare. And I just I do think that an apology would go a long way for people like Madison who felt like, you know, they paid money for something that they didn't get. And I hope it also doesn't discourage her in the future from trying again. Like, I do wish Tana luck, like, I feel like, you know, you sort of had an opportunity and, and people are feeling a little not so cool on it right now. But like, if she wanted to try it again and really stepped up the what the event was mm-hmm. and put safety first, because this whole like, we're getting shut down and safety is my number one concern. Like if safety was your number one concern, knowing who and how many people were coming to your event would be number two. Yeah. So... Uh, it is just a little frustrating to hear something like that and being like, oh, the fire marshal's shutting us down. It's like. I just feel bad for so many different people. Like, so I feel bad for the people who attended. I feel bad for the hotel employees next door. I feel bad for the security workers who were probably yelled at the whole day, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's like the whole thing. It's, but I, I, I hope it doesn't discourage Tana if she wanted I, to try again. I agree. Start small. Start small. Yeah. Have a small thing. They can be free tickets, but you need to know who's coming to your event and how many people. And I hope it doesn't discourage other creators from trying to do something new. Because it wasn't that long ago that Hank and John Green literally made VidCon and didn't know what it was when they started making it and didn't know how to run an event. And as a person that went to those, like, yeah, you could fucking tell. Like, it's not really super great in here, you know? But, like, that's not much better than what Tana did. Tana just did it next to VidCon and, like, told people about it. So it got a little crazy. But the first couple years of conventions are always rough because there's just a lot of stuff that comes up. So I don't think it's... I think it, it was on a bigger scale because of the the circumstances. Yeah. But, you know, most first-year events, anybody will tell you it's just like, yeah, it kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you as a, an attendee, maybe just skip that first year and <laughs> hope for the best. But yeah. I don't think Tana's event went necessarily so much worse than other first-year events. Yeah. Although well, the fact think- that it was... 
shut down. Yeah. Well, you think about first year events, right? And like what we talk about, how we don't go to them. That's true, right? That curve brings the TANA grade from a D to like maybe a C or something, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, it is a first year event. So I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm the, the, the videos of her going outside in the crowd and, you know, stuff like that. I'm, they make me worried and it makes me frustrated because how many times do we see people do this? And you know the potential potential consequences of doing something like that. If there's a large crowd of people, don't go out there and say, I'm so sorry. I can't like, I can't hang out with you. Like it's not safe. Yeah. And at to see people doing things that are unsafe is just a little frustrating because you and many people around you believe like it's going to be fine. Like they're just regular people, but that's, it's not, it's not just look at the news when these things happen. Like, yeah, I'm glad that nothing happened, but people need to be refunded. And if Tana does in the future, please, please put safety first. And, uh, at least she tried. True. But I, I do feel for you guys that went and that are angry. You can leave your experiences or your anger in the comments if you want to. Or if you're like Madison, I think Madison is, you know, a little frustrated, but she's certainly not like. She went to Disneyland after she yeah, got her money she back. Was, she's fine. Yeah, she's not like yelling and yeah. screaming and angry, you know, yeah. uh, but. Thank you guys for listening to us talk about this. Hopefully we had something to offer that you felt was worthwhile. But yeah, we, we want to hear what you guys have to say. So hit us up in the comments. For sure. Um, yeah. Have a good week. Be safe. And uh, we'll Please see be you. be safe. We'll see you next week. Bye.